Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Back to Normal. Today is September 16th, 2020, so let's get started. Today I want to talk, um, again, going back to the reason for this show, um, wanting to get back to normal. I want to talk about the concept of, um, in Ontario, going back down a phase of reopening. Um, We've obviously had some issues in the province and specifically in Ottawa where I live controlling um, the number of cases of this virus with um, the amount open we are. There's a lot of talk so we had um, phase one of reopening. It's so hard to remember all this stuff because like so much has changed so frequently Um, but basically I think phase one was like the the most we were ever um, locked down. And phase two was a few businesses were allowed to reopen. And phase three was basically, I think any business is allowed to reopen as long as they're taking safety precautions. There might be some like common sense restrictions, but I don't, I'm honestly, I'm trying to figure out like, I know water parks weren't allowed to open or some water parks weren't allowed to open, but like there are basically no restrictions right now. Anyone can open as long as they're being safe. And that's called, we called that phase three. And that's basically where we've been for the last two months. Um, and for me, looking at what's happened recently, where we're starting to get back up into June levels, like two or 300 cases in a single day, um, in Ontario, it's kind of annoying to see this because like, and I know that everyone's different and like there are different situations. Um, but basically we're six months in and we're basically back where we started from. We don't have the same acceleration of cases that we did as we did yet. Um, but it's a very worrying trend seeing this number just keep going up and up and up and it seems like a lot of us have made a lot of sacrifices in our social life and just in life in general and what was it for because we're exactly back where we started six months later we didn't it seems like we didn't learn anything from from the time that we were closed um from the time that everything was closed and so um there's been a lot of talk about is it time to go back to phase two And I've had conversations with a few people where it seems like um, phase two isn't necessary necessarily um, because phase two included locking down a bunch of stores and things that didn't have any like that that hasn't been spreading cases since uh, since we went into phase three. It's there are certain specific public interactions like social interactions that are leading to a majority of cases based on everything that we're hearing from our public health officials and um, things like going into stores, going into hardware stores, going into basically any retail location is that's not where the virus is mainly spreading. It's mainly spreading through social interactions, like private social interactions. And to me, and I, I talked about this with a few people, right? As soon as we went into phase three and started like when we went into phase three, basically, Um, We saw this small increase in cases, but then it kind of leveled off. And I think what's basically happened or what what we talked about at the time is that the problem is not with what reopened officially in phase three. The problem is or was at the time and still is with messaging associated with what reopened. And so I think now that like with, with phase three, places like bars reopened and restaurants reopened for indoor dining. And like limited indoor dining, but it was still allowed. And that started to make people um, think. And again, like it, it is a rational thought. I don't think it's safe to have indoor dining. Um, based on everything we know about this virus, that's, that's how it can get spread. 
it's less likely to spread if you have indoor dining where they're small groups and they're more separate. Like that is that is better, um, but it's still not. I don't think it's particularly safe. It's like it, it is a risk to do that, I, in my opinion. And it, again, it depends on the, the busyness of the restaurant. If you're in a restaurant that's at full, quote unquote, capacity um, under distancing rules, you're probably less likely uh, or you're probably more likely if it's full than if you're like there's another table across the restaurant from you and you're the only two, two groups in there. Um, but the problem came back, in my opinion, to how this makes people feel. And specifically, people are getting the message um, now that they weren't for the first four months or whatever it was that we were before we went into phase three, they were getting the message um, that indoor social interactions in groups is not a good idea because you're going to spread things. Um, and now, th now that phase three is in, people are, are now thinking, it seems obvious to me now, either people are just getting fatigued in general, or they're thinking, well, if indoor dining is open, of course we can now see our friends under the same circumstances. Like, um, it's almost like the need for distancing went away when they did that, according to some of these people. Like, um, to me, it's really, really, really irresponsible to get together with people and not like to, to spend lots of time with people indoors um, who are going to be going back to other people like you are you're you're making other people sacrifice for you and then like kind of betraying them by doing that. Um, there was a story in the um, that are that was shared through all our local news in Ottawa and probably around Ontario um, about a cottage party that was attended by 10 people, which tech technically is allowed if you are um quote practicing distancing um there's no there's no bylaw against it or anything like that um and it's really really hard to actually measure how far apart people are when they're in a private residence and so those 10 people out of those 10 people i think one came into this weekend with it started having cold symptoms um didn't do enough or didn't do anything in order to protect themselves thinking as everybody does in this situation, oh, it's probably not, I probably don't have COVID. I don't even know how I would have gotten it. And so it's probably fine. And um, ended up giving it to, I think they said seven out of the 10 people ended up sick and 40 people total ended up sick once those seven people went back to their homes and um, and spread it. And before they were able to use contact tracing and, and figure out what contacts were infected, yeah, it was up to 40 people. So of course, if you're, if you're having parties like that, if you're having gatherings like that in private with with the required number of people but you're not minimizing your risk overall and like for example if those 10 people had all said okay we're willing to make the sacrifice for each other um let's all go get tested but the day before this cottage weekend let's go have this cottage weekend and then for like let's say five days after just don't see your elderly friends don't see like other friends don't see other people uh, minimize contact with other people and then say even go get tested again like we could actually if people could be responsible and if not responsible then at least do take extra steps to reduce the risk after doing something irresponsible slightly responsible um there are actually ways to enjoy something like a cottage weekend with friends but not worry about spreading the virus to the rest of the community or other people in the community and um it just it's not even like it's not that it's unfair I guess it's more like um, at this point we know better. So like, what are you even doing? That's that's kind of the way I feel about it. And um, yeah, 
the the thing I have in my notes here is like people are people think it's okay to start behaving like it's not 2020 and it's just not cool. That's literally what I wrote. It's not cool to do that. Um, it's things are not normal this year and um, behaving like they are normal is is irresponsible. And so after all of that, um, I think rather than saying we need to go back to phase two, I think my new um, thought is we need to go to what I'm now calling phase four, which it chronologically, like numerically sounds like it's more open, but I actually think it's like, we, like I said, we're not going back to phase two. There's, this is a new phase. And because the virus comes and goes in waves, the phases have to come and go in waves. So phase four to me is a lot of the same social restrictions as phase two, but retail interactions and those kinds of things can be open. Um, things like stores that are not like retail stores that are not passing uh, any transmission because people are able to keep distance. People are not being forced in any way to come into close contact with people over long periods of time. Um, yeah, I don't think like as part of phase four, if it was me making the decision, indoor dining would not be allowed. I think honestly, if you have a business or if you're thinking of starting a business and you require either you require people to be in close contact or relatively or indoors together for long periods of time, or if you require people to not wear masks for any portion of time um, while they're indoors or in close proximity with people, like just don't do it. Like don't don't start that business. There's been so much talk lately about all these businesses closing and all these people losing their jobs. And it's as though um, that doesn't happen normally. And I get that it's happening at a higher rate. And like, obviously, unemployment's bad. But um, right now, businesses that are not able to respect distancing or respect um, stricter mask rules than indoor dining requires because people have to eat, obviously, um, those kinds of businesses should not be open right now. And a lot of conversations like this, they seem to echo around the idea that um, that this is forever. And like when you hear about a business closing, you're like, wow, that's just that's a lost business. But they never talk about how many entrepreneurs either start multiple businesses. If one fails, they start another business. Or if somebody gets fired from a job, they're not just unemployed forever. They work somewhere else. Like similarly to if you're starting a business that that doesn't do distancing or they can't do distancing properly, um, please don't start that business right now because it, it's irresponsible and it's not going to work. Um, and if you're an employee in one of those industries that can't do things safely, like you can and should find another job for now, even if it's something that you um, that you really like to do. Like if you like to be a bartender and you want to be a bartender, figure out a way to do what you like, but being able to follow better social hygiene rules. And um, I know like I'm coming from like an ivory tower here where I've been working from home full time since March. I'm not in a risky situation. Um, but honestly, that that is how it has to be for a little while. And um, if I was in a situation where I was forced to be interacting with the public, I would be making sure that my bosses knew that the only way I was going to do it is if I could do things safely. And so, for example, if you have a restaurant right now in September in Ottawa, if you are not preparing, if you're open for indoor dining now, like that is allowed. I mean, you do you. I wouldn't do that. Um, but come winter, if you don't are if you're not already putting plans in place or don't already have plans in place to 
make it possible for um, takeout and delivery. Like if you're not putting steps in place to be able to do that and you're only relying on people coming into your restaurant and eating, um, you are going to close. Like you, you're not going to survive that unless your only clientele is people who are not responsible about spreading this virus. Like it's indoor dining in another, in a restaurant with other people is just not something that's a good idea right now. It's just, it is just risky. And as the weather gets colder, it's going to get riskier and riskier. Right now, a lot of restaurants that I've seen that are open are able to like open their, their one window to the outside. They're able to like air everything out as much as possible. But in the winter, that's just going to be way more difficult. And our ventilation systems in hospitals can keep up and you can like crank it up to, to make more space. And like in a grocery store, they have really high ceilings. There's lots of air in there. There's lots of way to disperse the virus. But like in a restaurant in close quarters, you don't have that same opportunity in a lot of places. And um, yeah, it's just not it's just not a good idea right now. Um, and the other thing that I want to see, and I actually did see one article this morning um, about this is I, I want to know, I want public health units to share information about how these cases are spreading, like not just cases that come from travel, not just cases that come from young people. Like I want to see like a detailed list of person did thing and now a bunch of people have the virus. I want to see person did thing and gave the, the, the virus to one other person. Like I want to see how it's spreading. And like, obviously they have that information because they're doing contact tracing. They're figuring out who got it from where. And I think it's important that we know that. I think it's important that people understand the risks involved with certain activities. If people are seeing that, you know, 50% of our new cases come from um, gatherings between different groups, different friend groups where people are having dinner parties or something like that, like that is important, pertinent information right now. And I think it would really help to understand like, oh, so you mean to tell me that no, um, no person has gotten, has spread the virus from a grocery store, like from contact at a grocery store since March or like one or two people have. That's probably pretty safe then. I feel comfortable doing that um, because grocery store has been open this whole time. And, oh, you know, 60% of the cases come from just dinner parties where two families are coming together and spreading it and then taking it back to their homes and taking it back to their grandparents. Oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Like, I want to see a detailed list. I want receipts to see where these cases are coming from. And like, I don't want the names. I don't want personal information. I'm not trying to shame these people. I just want us to be able to all learn from what is happening. And um, I, yeah, like I said, I think until that happens, we have to go into this phase four, this re-lockdown of the riskiest activities. And um, until then, I'm not sure we're going to be able to control this thing. But I'm really, really hoping that this current surge we're seeing, where things are basically two or three times higher than they were a couple of weeks ago, um, will be going back down. I really, really hope this is a trend that we can kind of cut off. And um, yeah, so hopefully I will not talk about the virus, the pandemic in the next episode. I don't think I will. I have another couple of um, funner topics planned, but I thought this was really important to discuss um, in this episode. So thanks very much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next one. Bye.